2: This is a live show, and it's meant to be, like I said, a sister-brother to the Talk About Gay Sex Tags podcast um, show. And um, it's fun. We've got our cocktails here, so we're ready to go on that, and it's a lot of fun in that way. So cheers to you on this Thursday night. Um, I wanted to read something to start the show off, because... My good friends over at Male Massage Exchange, they're here in New York City, they've got a great program where they do yoga, they do naked yoga sessions, they do all kinds of tantra classes, And um, but right now, as you can imagine, everyone's getting creative, and they've done something really cool, they're doing everything virtually, so you can take so many of their They've got kettlebell workouts. They've got naked workouts. They have a auto class where you learn how to stretch. And apparently if you take that class, they don't guarantee it, but at some point you may be closer to giving yourself head. So um, I thought about taking that because, um, but I don't know that I could commit to the whole time, but I am doing my own stretches here. Um, But one of the things that they sent out today that struck me on, um, they're really kind of spiritual and they follow different how the moon is. And today being May 7th, I just wanted to read something that they had in their email. They said on May 7th, which is today, a super full moon is in Scorpio and may have us uh, doing some deep psychological contemplation. A full moon in Scorpio is often a very challenging lunation. Full moons are emotional energy and Scorpio is an intense and emotional water sign. This makes the Scorpio full moon a time when emotions are running very high and we can be quite sensitive but may lash out as a result and can easily rush to anger anything that's been stirring deep inside that's been shoved away and ignored for some time can come spewing out now boiling over and exploding it's better to consciously bring some of that energy out in a healthy and positive way like exercising or spending time by yourself well spending time yourself we've got down there for most of us because <laughs> i got that down but if you noticed uh, like myself that maybe your energy was just a little bit lower today that could be one of the reasons and for me personally, it was a little bit lower, but I'm excited to be here to do the show and hopefully that will um, you know, offer a little bit of reasoning why and, and maybe uh, not to lash out and know that, you know, um, The moon is in it's a Scorpio moon, and that's could be why um, we feel this way. But I love those guys over at the Male Massage Exchange, MMX. Uh, I have I'll put the link up on tags podcast, or you can just look them up. Male Massage Exchange. That's you can sign up for them. Uh, They're a great. They've been on the show before, and I really love that. And so. Um, I like what they're doing. In that email, though, they had a really cool workout by one of their instructors that they work with, and it was a floor mat workout that I did today here in um, my my place, and uh, it was challenging. In fact, I'm kind of sore from it because it was all that Pilates-based kind of workout, and um, it's really good. So I highly recommend them and definitely uh, recommend tuning into that. If you were listening to the music that I was playing prior to, and Facebook Live doesn't really allow me to stream music, unfortunately, but it was DJ Steve Cunningham, and he's got all these great mixes up on his mix... Um, I think it's Mixcloud. Let me just check that for you right now. Mixcloud.com forward slash Stephen hyphen Cunningham. I will put that up on... The, um, the website, tagspodcast.com. And like a lot of people, he's a DJ, of course, uh, that DJs in LA, in New York City, and some other spots. He's gotten creative and create, uh, come up with some great mixes. And the one that I was playing, he has these, The Year Was, and so I was just went to, The Year Was 2003, and there was some great, Love Profusion by Madonna was on there, and there's some other great tracks on there. But he's got everything from 2002. He has a 60s mix on there. He's got, um, oh my gosh, Murder in the Front Row, which is like a thrash metal mix in there. So it's not all just like the dance stuff. He's got uh, Rebel Rules, 70s glam rock mixes in there. I mean, really kind of cool things as you carry yourself out throughout your day. There's a soundtrack for every mood in this Scorpio moon that you would ever want, and so I highly recommend Steve Cunningham for that, and thank you for creating those mixes. Um, Before my first guest calls in, there is a film that I talked about already before that's really a great documentary on Netflix called Circus of Books. Circus of Books was, an adult bookstore out in L.A. that I had been to several times. There was one in West Hollywood and there was one in Silver Lake, and they both did really well. They carried all the porn, all the magazines you could ever want. Of course, at one point they had VHS and Beta, and then they moved into the modern times of the the next era, which was DVDs, of course. And um, the story tells just obviously how porn changed the game a lot, but it was really owned by this couple, straight couple of all people, a Jewish couple, and they kind of took this over, and it was really about their story. And it's the daughter who is fascinated by all this and is a documentarian and really Follows her mom or and father around on the last days of having Circus of Books and the incredible tale that they have to tell. It's really an engaging slice of history. This bookstore uh, of two people that you would never associate with a gay, uh, you know, adult bookstore, including some fun scenes when the main woman has to go shopping like at a. It's like an expo for adult toys, and she is placing her order for adult toys and lubes, and, and it's just hilarious. Jeff Stryker, if any of you guys know Jeff Stryker, one of the quintessential, amazing porn stars of all time, with a huge you know what, um, is featured in it. And it's kind of cool to see him after all these years in this documentary talking about the heyday. And really this couple that ran this bookstore called Circus of Books. And they would often have him come down and do signings for his latest films. And it's just a great movie uh, documentary. It's currently on Netflix. You can watch it, stream it there. Highly, highly recommend that. This is a call-in show, and the number to call in if you want to weigh in on any of the topics I'm talking about is 908-312-1015. I put it in uh, the comments section here. Again, it's 908-312-1015. I will take your calls. I've got um, Cody calling in in a little bit, as well as my uh, guest that was on this week for TAG's podcast, David P. Wichman and really excited for him to call in. So call in, weigh in, ask for some sex advice. Um, I'm here for you, and get your cocktail ready because it's gonna be a fun hour. So I look forward to all that. Um, before my first caller calls in, actually here, I think this is the call. Hey, caller, is this uh, David?
3: It is, can you hear me okay?
2: Yes, Just turning your sound up. Um, Thank you for calling in, David P. Wichman. I got that right, right? (laughs) 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 How are you? I'm really good. Welcome to my live podcast, Sex with Stevie. (laughs) Thank you.
3: I just walked through the door and I haven't been watching. So I was like, oh, I'm going to call in and I'm not going to even know what he's talking about. <laughs> no worries. No worries. I was just setting
2: the stage. We were just getting, I was just talking about some topics of just some documentaries that we, that you can watch right now to keep yourself busy. Like um, you might know. Anyway, let me just introduce you really quick. Um, sure. David sure. P. Wichman is our book selection author. Currently, Every Grain of Sand is the book memoir that he has written that if you listen to this week's Tags podcast, Talk About Gay Sex, he is my full hour guest, and we really break into the memoir, and I loved our conversation, David. It was really awesome. Yeah, that
3: was intense. (laughs) I was
2: like, wow, this is a lot of... I got a lot of...
3: Airtime here. <laughs> so, was you were awesome. back on I the, loved
2: it. You were back on the couch, reliving all this stuff again. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. We, we were talking about. Uh, I was just talking about different things on how people can keep themselves busy, and one of them is a film. I'm curious to know if you've heard of it, Circus of Books. It's a documentary. Oh God, I love that. Did you see yes. it? Oh, good. Oh yes.
3: I was, I was just frozen by it because I was – it just took me back to this – I never actually went into Circus of Books because I lived in San Francisco at the time. But um, I just – that whole vibe from that whole bookstore all the way down and then to find out about that family was just so interesting. I was like, wow.
1: It's it was so – really cool.
2: Really cool, really cool. Did you ever make it yeah. to – because I lived in L.A. for – um, for yeah. a really long time and I went there. Did you ever get to go to Circus of Books? No. Okay. I only ever made
3: it to LA during those days in handcuffs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh,
2: my goodness. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a story. My goodness. Yeah. Is that yeah. a story you can I tell us actually... real quick?
3: Oh, it's it's actually in my book and it talks about how I stole a car from you'll you'll relate to this. I stole a car when I was 18 years old. Um, from Bayfair Shopping Mall oh. in San Leandro.
2: <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I got funny. caught.
3: I, I drove to LA because I wanted to become a hustler on the street. I wanted to go make money. And, um, and I got caught in Beverly Hills. The moment I entered LA, I was like, I was so obviously such a bad criminal. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't getting away with anything. Got busted right away. Got let out on my own recognizance. And I, Hightailed it back to San Francisco, and then I only returned there another time when my, the warrant came out for my arrest for that car theft. And, uh, anyways, it's a, it's a, it's a terrible lead-in story for, um, you know. <laughs> plummeting my
2: career into the ground, but but hey,
3: now I can laugh. We do stupid stuff when we're young, you know,
2: exactly, exactly. And and makes for really good reading. Um, again, the book is every grain of sand. Uh, we talked about so much and I really will refer everybody to get the book, read the book, but also listen to our conversation because we break down so much of it, but I thought it would be maybe a little fun to some of the things that I didn't get to, um, at one point, we were talking the other day on you redirected your career in a good way to becoming an escort and we talk about how you became an escort for really people that people that have disabilities in one way, shape or form and um, you can listen and read all about that, but I was just wondering, I know you still work with some of your clients and During Mm. this COVID-19 period, um, what's that been like? I mean, I I would imagine you're not able to Mm. see them, but do you keep in contact? Did you have to cancel a lot of trips? Because I know you travel a lot. Yeah,
3: yeah. I um, flew home from New York on March 13th. I was on my way to a big trip and um, had to cancel that. Uh, And uh, two, and of course, I didn't expect to, but um, I had three major trips in the summertime plans that are you know the basis of my entire are in- the money for my entire income i still do hourly stuff but um the big money that i make is the the trips i take and um, those are all canceled or i'll say i won't say canceled they're postponed correct um and i'm in a it's really tough uh not for me personally like financially or uh it's tough for me to receive the, messages and the um, people are reaching out and my clients are reaching out and they really are feeling the lack of connection. You know, they, they're isolated. Many of my clients are well over 60. And uh, one of my clients, actually I came back from South Africa with um, two weeks after he came back, he died.
2: Oh my! Uh, gosh.
3: And I, it was awful because he was pretty okay, but i I kind of thought he was kind of getting weaker. And then he got a, lou with air quotes you can't see me but i'm making air quotes okay and he died in he died in three days uh, from a uh massive respiratory uh and this was before they were testing for covid and so and then of course he's buried now and it's too late to know but i suspect he somehow contracted uh the virus and because it killed him so quickly he called me on the phone. He's like, I have this terrible flu. I cannot breathe. And, three days. and I was like, wow, okay. And wow. I said, give me your daughter's phone number. And then the daughter contacted me two days later and said he passed away. Uh, you know, he, he had a massive heart, a heart attack due to a respiratory uh, depletion. I, can, I don't know what the words are, but it just just killed me. I mean, it's just really you know, so and then I think, and so I I have other clients who are older, and I call them. I'm like, get in the house. Yes. Do not go anywhere. <laughs> do not leave. I don't care what you have to do. You call somebody to get you stuff. Don't even breathe. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's true. Uh, it's just, and it's just because it, it was just so heartbreaking. It wasn't, you know. It's I've been I've known my clients for many many years, and so it's just, I this was the first one I lost, and I was like, wow, that really. Affected. I mean, it's actually the second one I lost. The other one died of natural causes and it was expected. But this was the first one that was like, wow, this is out of the blue. So this is really interesting. Well, I'm so Bad. sorry
2: for your loss on yeah. that, for sure. And yeah. But you're right, because in addition to losing somebody through this, it's also a, a matter of you feel like they died alone. You know, so many people weren't yeah. able to be with them and you yeah. can't even have a proper you know, ceremony and, you know. Right. Luckily, he
3: was able to have a service. Yeah, oh, luckily he was able to have a good service and his whole family and hundreds of people showed up. One of my friends went to it. I couldn't. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's, it's interesting now because I, the conversations I'm having online and the, the but my friends and all my friends in the kink and leather community and stuff are all now starting to kind of come to the surface and start talking about, you know, what are we going to do about... Mitigating risk and um, what you know, here we are, what is it, 56, uh, 46 days in. Right. And I just try to think of my, you know, I'm really fortunate. I have a partner and, you know, we have sex every day. It's like, I'm getting tired of having sex with my partner right now. It's like I want, to, <laughs> I want to go have some anonymous, kinky, freaky sex somewhere else with my with my partner, of course. But yes, yeah, right. you know, is he but, in the other room there? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we we go out and play and go to sex clubs and have some good times together, and and we're kind of like, wow, this is interesting. We're just it's just us. which just cool. It's actually fun. But I imagine myself being single and gay, and you know not. I don't even turn on my apps because, you know, sometimes I have a little conversation here and there, but it's been – I I can't imagine some of the – I would it would be really hard for me to sit at home and um, masturbate or be online or whatever and feel really like the lack of the fun, connected hotness of going out and really fucking around or hooking up or even, you know, dating, so – yeah, I
2: mean, one of the uh, things, just, people have gotten really creative and there's all kinds of virtual sex parties going on. And yeah. um, there was even, people were mentioning on our show that you could um, go back to the old days of phone sex. Remember those days, David? Ooh, I
0: like
3: that. Yeah,
2: 976 oh, 5 Yeah, I remember. Only I did it with, I actually participated in and tried it with somebody. I didn't have to pay the 976 charges that... Back oh, in the day no, that kidding. I racked up on my mom's phone line. Which, 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 that's a whole <laughs> other story. Um, but uh, yeah, exactly. What's this number? Highlighting it. Um, but yeah. honestly, um, it was kind of cool because, you know, it's that awkward. Do you remember phone sex? when you, Oh, yeah. And there's that awkward bit at the beginning when you have to really kind of get into it. But then once you do... Yeah you let your mind kind of go there and it really becomes about the voice and it can be quite intimate yeah. in a way.
3: You have a great phone sex voice, so that <laughs> I would be super, you could make, you could do uh, a sideline work doing some hot phone sex. <laughs> I just
2: found my new, all right, 976 TV. My, my,
3: <laughs> right, my only fans for phone sex only. <laughs>
2: there you go, yeah, thanks, only yeah. sex. yeah. Um, But you're right, David, it's like the whole thing about, uh, and and really your work, working with your clients when you really shifted was about human connection and connection in general. And so much of human connection is about not virtual, it's about being in person with somebody and just the power of touch. And you write vividly in your book, Every Grain of Sand, how, you know, there was, uh, I think, In the early days of the AIDS epidemic, or not early, but one of your early times being with somebody that you knew was had AIDS actually, all you could do was offer this person like to lie in bed with them and kinda hold them. And that alone was the power of connection that gave them another day to wanna live.
3: Yes. That was that was yeah, that was a really interesting experience for me it was the very first time I ever met anybody or saw anybody that was obviously dying of AIDS and it was uh, really you know and I was strung out at the time so it was even worse because I didn't really know how to be present yet I was it was so powerful uh it was so it was just so intense that I I had to be present I had to show up in that room I had to be oh I think I lost you
2: um, i'm here there you are no okay yeah.
3: yeah i had to show up i had to like really be present and not you know um i don't know how to explain it you but couldn't it was, phone it, it in was all about, yeah you had to no that was definitely you couldn't just close your eyes and pretend it wasn't happening and and it was really all about this this person was really angry and they were really upset and you know it was early 90s and you know we yeah. didn't we were like where we are now we don't have a lot of information about this virus you know and tens of thousands of people are dying and so you know we the good thing is we have a lot of information about how it's spread and it's just it's not as it doesn't feel as scary for me today as it did back then and um yeah it was really sad and it was just one of those defining moments of my life where i decided i am not ever going to not touch somebody that is feeling alone or lonely or disconnected from the world and untouchable. I just am not going to do that. You know, it's just I'm not okay.
2: I'm really glad that you're carrying me, starting to have a lot of these conversations with friends. And I would imagine some of your clients too, because even though we can't really be together, are you connecting through uh, phone calls with your clients and such, at least to kind of yes. offer that kind of support?
3: So, yeah. And it's kind of a opportune time, you know, like there's now there's an excuse to call me because the book is out. And so all of my clients are like, oh, I just got your book and I wanted to tell you I read this story and I remember this, you know, and it, it gives us a chance to reconnect and recommune about that, ex- about our experiences. And not just that and, and, and clients who aren't in the book, you know, and who are they're like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. This about you, but I could so relate because I had this similar experience. So there's been lots of phone calls like that. Um, not a lot of like, "I'm lonely, and I miss you, but I get a lot of text messages and a lot of email saying, when this thing is over, man, you better be ready to get on the road because you are sorely missed.
2: <laughs> you were gonna be on tour, the David B for right. your book for your yeah, like yeah, yeah it's gonna be great. yeah. Um, yeah, you know, one of the things I didn't really, we didn't go in depth with in the interview the other day but we tapped into it is that you were in a triad relationship for a a little bit and ultimately that ended and you your your current partner is one of the guys that you were with in a triad and not to wear not to fear audience because the don't you live with the other partner too and his boyfriend
3: well and and the the best way to say it for people that are sent that my I was in a triad for seven years uh, with two guys who had already been together for 10 years and um, the one we were all very intimate we all had a great time we were all very open and honest and um, we hired this uh, new house boy and my partner fell head over one of my partners fell head over heels in love with him and wanted to embark on a monogamous Relationship. And then we later found out that they had met two years previously, and there was all this wonderful, scandalous drama (laughs) around it. But it was so amazing because there was always this little thing in the back of our minds that, um, you know, uh, we call him Corey. His name's Carl, but we always call him Corey. And um, we said, you know, there's something we always felt like the need to try to uh, involve him more or to make sure we were paying attention to him because we could tell that he was a little bit on the outside of the, of the triangle. And, um, and when Cesar came around it, he changed so drastically and so beautifully. And he, you know, he came to us all humble and he's like, I really want to sit. And I just looked at him. I'm like, come in here and sit down. (laughs) I want you to go for it. (laughs) You know, like, please find your joy, find your happiness, find your love. We want because the rule with our relationship from the very beginning, from day one, because they knew I was an escort, they knew I had multiple partners all over the world, and I you know, I had a boyfriend in New York. And uh, the rule was, if you're happy, I'm happy that you're happy. And if it makes you happy, it makes me happy that you're happy. And there was no, uh, there was no discussion. There was a little kind of game playing around jealousy and stuff, but it was really frolic. It was really sort of like expressions of more love it wasn't really about oh I feel left out and so there's we have this great uh very fortunate relationship that it's honest and open and if something comes up we talk about it right away and we just stop everything we're like you know I'm feeling a little this right now and I need some support and I know that that is not the norm for a lot of relationships but um I have really scored big and so the four of us live together here in Palm Springs. and
2: That's amazing.
3: And I, and I told Corey, I said, you know, if things don't work out with you guys, you're going. He's staying.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, can, I have no living skills whatsoever. I, can, I need the housekeeper so badly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Wow. That's a, that's obviously, that's a joke. Yeah. But that's just how important he is to us. I mean, we he is our... He's just as much a, of a partner in our lives as, as Carl is, and as Todd and I, and we all have this equal footing. And it's not like he's the house boy. He's he's Cesar, and he, you know, he's, he has agency and does his own thing, and he's an, an amazing, beautiful, incredible individual. So, you know, it's just well, it's, it's really, really it's really I, great. Every, to... every morning I wake up, and I'm just super grateful for it. So
2: it's really great to hear because you hear about these triads or thruples, as some people call them and you just wonder for some people it seems like oh my god that would be a nightmare for others it seems like wow maybe get your cake and eat it too and if you're mad at one you can kind of go in this direction and (laughs) and so it seems like you know for as long as a run you had it was very successful and that's awesome so so much so that you're living together with all of them and that's great
3: yes it works really well, and you know, I, I think I travel a lot. You know, and I travel; I'm all over the world all the time, and so a big part of that is I'm gone a lot of the time.
1: Right. So
3: right. it probably helps that they they don't have to put up with my shenanigans all the time. But you know, who knows?
2: There's a great uh, oh, okay. triad uh, gay TV show. I forget the network that it's on, but it's called The Third, and it's set in like oh, both- it's, did you see it? It said in Palm Springs. I'm not sure if you saw it, but...
3: I, uh, Carl came into the office the other day, and he's like, look at this, because one of the guy's name. In the triad is Carl. Yes, and it is. another guy's name in the triad is David. Oh my god, like, that's so right. Weird. And they're in Palm Springs, yes. and I'm just like, this is so creepy, <laughs> because it's kind of <laughs> weird. It's a, it's a it's a kind of a diabolical drama, which I mean I haven't seen it, so I, I, I have. Probably... It's,
2: it's actually really Whoa. engaging. Um, oh good. Yeah, it's dark, yeah. but it's good. <laughs> I, yeah, it looked like
3: it was dark. I was like, Wow, I don't know if I really wanna <laughs> well, <laughs> take the good, ownership of being a part of that. <laughs> well
2: the good news now you can watch it because you know yeah. you're no longer in the in your triad. So you it might be kind of fun exactly. to watch. All four of you. Yeah. You know, with popcorn right. and all.
1: <laughs> yes, I would love to be yes, in the room when yes. you
2: guys watch it. I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um before I let oh, you go You're in sure. you're in Palm Springs area, actually Cathedral City, correct? Yes, yes. Um, Palm Springs adjacent. <laughs> two, two questions on that. My sister sure. wanted me to ask you because every year there's the, um, a film festival that happens around this time of year, a gay film festival. Do you know about yes. it? Yes. And yes. Oh, good, good. Because obviously, it's not happening this year, but um, right, our friend friend to the show Kevin Thomas runs a portion of uh, I think the online series and so we all plan on being there next year at this time so we'll have to check in with you then
3: oh my god yeah
2: yeah absolutely and then what's life like real quick um, in you know Palm Springs Cathedral City I mean not a lot happening right I mean do you go out for hikes and walks or uh. what, or what
3: well, now I go out for hikes. I mean, you know, we have a, I, I live near a hiking trail, which is very easy. And um, it's very easy for me to get out and about, but we don't really, we we have a big house and a big backyard and stuff. And I pretty much stay at home because there's four of us. We have to reduce risk. And, um, you know, one of us in the house has a compromised immune system. And I don't want to put that person at risk. And it's just a whole complex yeah. thing. So we minimize risk, but, um, you know, when it's not shelter in place, this is a wonderful place to live. I moved here nine years ago. And at the moment, I, I never thought I would ever be able to live here. And I love it. And I've never even regretted it for a moment. So there's a lot to do. The sex clubs are it, – it, it's changed a lot. You know, it kind of got grimy and sad for a bit. Right. But then um, All Worlds closed and bought the, um, the old In Exile. Remodeled it and then built an eight thousand foot square, eight thousand square foot uh, play space on property, and it is like the maze. Correct? I, it's called the maze, and it is amazing. Wow. <laughs> like, it is, it is amazing, and it's a perfect spot for somebody who does sex parties or somebody who does events to hold an event there, which is super. It's perfect because you can rent rooms and you can just – or you can get a day pass and go and go play and leave and do what you want. Todd and I go there all the time. We used to go there all the time until this – place but um, you were telling me i love living here
2: you were telling me about it the other day and i looked it up and i saw what you were talking about the maze and it's indoor outdoor and they have a good map on their website and i am there as soon as all this is over with um real quick um the the festival is called cinema diverse uh thank you Vivian. and that's the yeah the uh that our friend kevin thomas runs a portion of that and so we will be there next year oh my gosh david your life is I wanna be you I love you. <laughs> it's so amazing. The book is called Every Grain of Sand, a Memoir. You can uh-huh. listen to our conversation that we had on t- um uh I think it's episode 160. And um yep. Yeah, episode 160 on Tag's podcast and where we really get into it and break down the book and some of your juicy stories. But get the book, because it's really good. David, as always, mm-hmm. I, I love talking to you and let's keep in contact. Wow.
3: Thank you so much, I really appreciate this time. Have a great night. Okay,
2: you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, I love that guy. He's so great and I love this book. It's, I read it all, almost all in one night. Um, it's one of those just riveting, juicy, Um, memoirs that's just like, I can see this as a movie, so good, Um, highly recommend it. Um, Other interesting thing about it is that he actually grew up in the same town area in Northern California that I did, Fremont, California, and he talks about Union City, which is this adjacent part, Niles, which is right near my backyard, and then of course I lived in San Francisco, so did he lot there, great story. Um,
1: yeah, excuse me, that's scary. Let
2: me get this. Hello, is this Cody? It is, hello darling. Hello darling, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good, hanging in there. Um, I. You and I were talking offline a little bit earlier. Um, Cody, my co-host, is calling in right now. Um, but Hi, we were, guys. Uh, yeah. we were talking earlier <laughs> on how uh, the moon is in Scorpio, and you were saying you kind of had your moment maybe yesterday or, or feeling kind of the lulls of of what's going on, you know, right? Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. A couple of days before, um, maybe like two or three days ago, I was like really just... unexplicably angry and like I could not understand why I had such like fire in my belly for things that are not really that important especially during this time where um you really gain perspective on a lot um of what's really important in your life correct so I and I had to like check myself I had to take a step back and like reassess where this anger was coming from and really, like communicate with the person, the people um, that I had a problem with, or that I was had this anger towards. So yeah, it was it was crazy. Uh, and after you said that, I was like, this makes so much sense now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: so. I know. I'm glad I got that email <laughs> early on in my day today because it really, um, I was like, okay, good. So I can set the tone because, yeah, and particularly even this. Feeling that can ride on you during this time can just, you know, because we're all self-isolating, you really have to be diligent about, you know, not watching the news all day long, not, you know, take, going for some fresh air and a walk, doing yeah. some form of exercise or stretching, put on some music, whatever it is, um, you've kind of got to like structure that a little bit, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you
3: need you need that release.
1: Yeah.
2: Because,
3: like you were saying, even like social media, it, it can be so full of um, not only negativity, but like things that can affect you in a negative way. Right. It, it, it might not ne- necessarily be a negative thing, but it might affect your mental health negatively.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I think as we're coming more and more, as the days go by, I mean, God, we, we was early March since you know and you and I Cody were both sick we think it may have been COVID-19 earlier even before they had the lockdown at least here in New York City and so we were even like cooped up even before all that before one week before and I think one of the things that people are starting to now talk about a lot more is mental health and how it, it can just you know think about it, have conversations with it, and, and and really plan your days out so that you know. I was even talking to my mom earlier today, and she's got a dog in a backyard. And um, but for some people that don't have anybody, you've got to you know. I talk to different people, and so it's, and I've got the show, and mm-hmm. so there's different ways. But you've got to really kind of um, you know look out for yourself. I think.
3: Yeah, mental health is paramount. It's like it's the one of the first things you should think of because like if you have your mental health then things tend to fall in line like there's just a bunch of other uh, I know there's like other factors involved in that but that's like really really important so yeah I want everybody to stay stay safe stay healthy stay mentally healthy because it's you need it as part of your life that you just you can't do without it.
2: Well, Cody, on that note, do you have a a cocktail? Cheers to that. I do. Cheers to that. I do. (laughs) All right, good. Um, All right, Cody, we always have to check in with you. And we did last time about the guy that you've been dating. Are you even talking to him anymore? Are you still dating? I still am. Yeah. Good. just just had a a little text
3: conversation. We have a... um, a date planned for Sunday. We're gonna do game night. Um, yeah, house party is, is where it's at as far as game nights are concerned. So,
2: <laughs> like a virtual game night? Is that what you're doing, or what? <laughs> yep, a virtual game night on on an
3: app called House Party. Oh, where you can you can actually see each other on the app, what? and they have a couple different games on there. I think they have Pictionary and trivia and uh, um. It's like Cards Against Humanity, but it's not quite Cards Against, cards against Humanity. That one's really fun, too. So,
2: yeah. It's, it's a good time. fun. Say the name of it yeah. again so we can... Uh, House Party. House Party, the app. Okay. Yeah. House Party, the app. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. We've got to a couple of hot topics. Um, I'm ready. Okay. Um, We'll get into Drag Race in a second.
0: Okay. (laughs) yeah, that's my gig right there. I know that's your gig right there. I'm going to make you wait um, a second.
2: (laughs) But everybody I'm sure has heard this story, at least in our sphere, in our hemisphere. But did you hear um, of uh, kind of a gays commune earlier this week? I think it was Monday night for kind of a circuit party. They had a DJ, it was in someone's lofty apartment. There was several guys, people, looking like they were at like a circuit party. And stupidly or not stupidly, I don't know, but some of them were recording it. And posted it online. And posted it online. Well, they have since gotten so much flack. Gay Twitter has just gone ballistic. Um, and there was even talk of like you know they were partying, and everybody kind of knows what's going on there. And thoughts, Cody? I just need to know right now. Um, it's horrible. This at this time, we should be
3: more cognizant of what we're doing and how it affects other people, not just ourselves and in, in our lives. Like. I, I want to be out there in the street doing, doing, um, uh, getting in not trouble, necessarily dirty things. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you and I always had our Thursday we, night thing for a while there. Yeah.
3: Yes, of course. Yes, I want to be doing Thursday night things. That's how I'm going to put it. I wanted to say th- dirty things, but um, they're not <laughs> you necessarily <can>. dirty. <laughs> it's not always dirty things,
2: though. I want to no. do our Thursday night thing. Right. So. <laughs> Kiki and all. Yeah. Have fun. And, yes. And exactly but go I, ahead.
3: I'm I'm trying to be more aware of how it affects other people. So you need like right now is not the time to be out having a circuit party, basically is what it boils down to. I don't think
2: it's cool. The thing is I found it so cavalier and such showed such blatant disrespect for the people that are really putting themselves on the front lines. And then not only to just ignore all that, but then to kind of post it so freely, like, look at us, we're yeah. we're having a party, seemed ex- on the, the epitome of tone deaf, the epitome mm-hmm. of kind of a fuck you to, excuse me, <laughs> F you to everybody else that's really taking it's a global pandemic, y'all. And, and then on the other thought I had was not only that for such huge disregard for everybody else and who they may come in contact with, yeah. but there are so many people that are doing so much creative things. Like There's so many DJs out there. One of my good friends, Antonio, um, throws a weekly part. Now, he is a big club promoter. He lives for this club. Mm-hmm putting on these big parties. He is not putting on real parties. He's doing these virtual Twitch on twitch.com and doing these, uh, I think it's like every Friday night, these club virtual parties. And he's got all the DJs that he would have booked, say, for his club nights are now on this. Dan DeLeon, who we had on just a few weeks ago on this show, Mm -hmm. talked about his virtual Club parties that he's doing too with lights, and they're getting people. Are, uh, I had um, the guy from the Adonis Lounge talking about how you know their their whole business model is based on strip clubs and having you know lap dances that you go to these yeah. weekly parties in many cities, and they have come up with a solution during this time, you know a pandemic of doing it virtually and people are really honoring it and getting creative. So that's what really angered me too, is that yeah. then you got these fools that are having their party and it's one thing that they did it and had a DJ and all, but then to, so to post it like that is really what I think was just disgusting.
3: Like you said, it was a big F you to everybody else that were, that that's doing the, the selfless thing, the, right. the conscious thing. So uh, I completely agree with you, man. Yeah. It's not, you have to be creative. You have to.
2: We all, far- all want to be out.
3: Yeah, we all want to be partying, but party in a safe and conscientious manner. That's what yeah. I have to say.
2: Right. I mean, I don't know what it takes you know for people to get serious about this and how it can really affect you and how you could be a carrier i mean we're in a pandemic like we haven't had this so it's it's just crazy to me i'm you know hopefully we won't There's been some crazy stuff in the last week that I've seen, whether it's on TV, Mm. not just in our community, everywhere. and Everybody needs to settle down now and sit yourself down for a second. Take a deep (laughs) breath. That's all I have to say on that.
3: Do some meditation. Do some quick yoga. Yep, yep, yep. Calm Uh, your nerves.
2: Okay, so Cody, we've got to talk about uh, last week's Drag race, and actually, are you ready? Yes, I am ready because there was drag race and then there was um, celebrity drag race, which I'm really getting into. Let's talk about that one, Let's talk about that one first because they're doing four. I'm actually
3: more excited about celebrity drag race this time because (laughs) hello, Vanessa Williams.
2: Williams. (laughs) You don't know. I don't know if you know Cody, but I'm a huge, my sister and I are huge Vanessa Williams fans. We've seen her read, uh, like, oh, just, she's like one of my favorite people. I got to interview her actually for one of her last albums for one of the uh, sites that my sister and I have, Progressive Pulse. And she was so cool to interview, like one, yeah. one like that. But how cool was she in. Celebrity Drag Race. We can say it now. She won. <laughs> I mean, it's old. If you haven't
3: seen it by now. Yeah, it's in a week. But it's <laughs> worth a see, but it's worth
2: watching. It is so yeah. fun.
3: And it's it's she's so down to earth. I was like like shocked, but not shocked. I was like, oh, she seems so wonderful and loving and just accepting of the culture. And it was just a, a, so great to see. Oh. I love
2: Vanessa Williams. Oh.
3: It made me love her ten times even more.
2: Yeah. The whole episode, I thought, was really good. And, and for people that don't watch it, there's, I think, every Friday there's going to be two more. You can probably w- look for this one. But they're all doing – the first episode had three guys. Then last mm-hmm. week's was three women, and Vanessa was one of them. Lonnie Love was another one who I really love. And they're all competing. Tammy Roman. And who's the other one? Tammy. Tammy Roman. Okay, got it. Yeah. Her. And they're all competing for their charity – Lip sync for your charity, and it's <laughs> thirty thousands at stake that goes to their charity. But the good news is, even if they don't win, the other two get what is it, 10? ten? 000. Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars.
3: That's nothing to shake a shake a stick at. <laughs> no, it's not, it's nothing to shake a stick at, Cody. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> and a cash prize of $10,000, honey. <laughs> I love it when he's... <laughs> I love that whole opening sequence on the regular show. Um, yeah. So I love that. Um, the regular show was great, too, because I felt like those two episodes... Last Friday, I was in heaven because the two back-to-back, and it's like 90 minutes or so each. Mm-hmm. So it was like this marathon night, Friday night, and I was like, oh, I'm fine just parking right here and going to town. Because the the regular episode of last week of Drag Race was the, the remaining contestants having super, these female super fans come on, and they had to... They didn't know they were going to be on the show, and the remaining contestants yeah. make them over into their drag superstarness. And I thought... I thought it was so fun, too, because it was really touching. It was yeah. Loved it.
1: it.
3: It was really good. And it, you could see the bond between um, the contestants and the super fans. And it was just so heartwarming. Mm, and
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: And then what about that lip sync? I'm in love with that uh, Kill
2: the Lights now.
3: that song that they <sighs> listened to.: to. Oh.
2: Kill the light. Yeah, I'm not going to say, you need to sing that song. Why am I singing <laughs> Cody? Yeah. <laughs> who's, wait, that, who's that singer? Because I love that singer and they were on uh, my Atlantic. Alex, Newell. Huh? Alex, Alex Newell, yep. Alex Newell, Kill the Lights. That's a, that is just like an anthemic, you could dance in your <phone> house by yourself. It's so much fun. I love that song. Yeah. It's amazing. It's been a repeat on my my iPod
3: now, my phone. Who has an iPod anymore?
2: (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, wow, okay. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Such a great song. Oh, good. Um, And then you were doing a party for kind of a drag race party, weren't you? Are you still doing it?
3: Um, We did a trivia, a drag race trivia. Okay. That was... Yeah, two weeks ago, it was amazing. We had so much fun. I got in just a little bit of drag. I'll send you the pictures. Nobody else can <laughs> see. <laughs> I love it. Um, so uh, I'll, uh, I'll just send them to you. No, please don't share them. <laughs> okay, okay, no worries. Um, but we're doing another trivia on uh, uh, this Saturday, which is I don't even know what day it is anymore. It's right two days from now, um, uh, it's Shit's Creek trivia. Have you ever seen that show?
2: Oh my God, everyone's talking to me about that Shit's Creek and I hear it's amazing, but do yeah. you love it?
3: I love it, it's so funny.
2: Okay, okay, I might have to start binge watching that. And the other one I'm going to start binge watching though is Hollywood because everyone's talking about that yes, too. That just came out. I want to see that so bad. Yeah, yeah. That's that's on my list. Um, and for fans of a show that a little show on the Stars Network called Vida, V I D A. It's their final season. You could totally watch this. It's it's got um, a total gay, lesbian even. Um, storyline to it it's so good um mexican oh really yeah um i have to check that out latinx type of show it's so good and so that's my little um tidbit on that um real quick with your guy we were talking a little bit earlier i was talking to david about phone sex and how maybe phone sex Uh is kind of coming back and i participated in a phone sex conversation it's such a like 80s 90s thing from back in the day oh yeah um, the chat line the, I, re- I remember uh-huh, <laughs> Yeah, the chat line exactly <laughs> but um would you do virtual sex or phone sex with your guy or it- um i'm trying to do so <laughs> I'm trying to do some strip trivia
3: on House Party. I don't know oh. if he's down for that.
2: <laughs> nice. But, Have you uh, told him I, yet, I, or no, you're right? just going to slip that in, kind of?
3: <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get in where I fit in. I'm trying to... Um, <laughs> get in where
1: you crit- fit in.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, you know, because um, I'm a little bit backed up over here. But, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, Yeah. <right? laughs> So I I'm gonna uh, broach the subject after a couple a couple beers and okay. not beers, drinks so we can um and see where it leads.
2: <laughs> well, interestingly enough, my uh, Lincoln, my other co-host for Tag's podcast, him and his boyfriend Peter have been doing. Mm-hmm. They've been playing Uno, you know, the card game. Oh strip, yeah, strip Uno, and they I, I think they it. do it every weekend, I believe. And I was saying, hey, can I call in virtually and and, and join in? And I got sort of like a lukewarm, like, yeah, sure. That's a, that's a okay, well, I'll find my own strip uno. Mother-
3: <laughs> well, if you get the invite, you let me know. I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> all right. I will.
2: I will well all right cody any shout outs you want to shout out before i let you go and we wrap this up
3: just hi everyone i miss you so much i can't wait to be to host the show with you in person that's all
2: me as well me as well and you're not performing for the restaurant poco this week are you or are you not this week. okay not this no week. i'm not okay all right well i will right. talk to you offline thank you so much cody All right. It's been a wonderful. Yes, I miss you. you. Okay. I miss you too. All right. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I've got a few minutes before I wrap this up. Um, If you want to call in, the number is 908-312-1015. I will take your call Um, in these last few minutes here. Let me just check and see. You're welcome, David. I'm so glad you called in. Um, I really highly recommend listening to uh, this week's episode of Tag's podcast, episode uh, 160, um, with my conversation with David P. Wickman for his book. It was just so great. Um, And I think you're really gonna like the book. It's um, awesome. Um, anybody else here? Let me just see my notes here. If there's anything that I forgot to tell you. Oh, here's something that I forgot to tell you about. So Adam's Toy Box is, they have adult toys and we've been working with them. They had to have a little bit of a break due to COVID-19 on, uh, just sending out their product. But they I just got word from the owner that they are back up and running and we have a 20% discount on anything on their site. So if you go to Adamstoybox dot com they've got all lube, all kinds of toys, everything on there. They've got a cool blog on there that they keep that they is currently updated. I'm gonna try and put some of those links on tagspodcast dot com. And if anything on there you'll get 20% off of your entire order so the promo code is tags t a g s put that promo in and automatic 20% off and they like i said they're back up and running and he is sending me some new product we're going to be doing a new giveaway in in about a week or so once i get it i'm going to do some more demos i'm going to be doing some Reviews and demos on our Patreon page—that's our subscriber page where you get extra special, sexy perks. And at the various different tiers, I last week or a couple weeks ago, I did one for the man squeeze, and even a demo of it too. So wink, wink. Um, this week I'm going to be doing. Uh, or actually coming up this week, I'm gonna be talking about all kinds of different cock rings and the various ways that they come in. And I have got a collection of them. And I was looking, I could open up a store boutique. And so I thought I would kind of go through the various styles and what each one kind of does and kind of give you some insight into that and show you all about that. It's patreon.com forward slash talkaboutgaysex. It's our our subscriber site that really supports the show, both shows, and keeps us going. Um, And again, adamstoybox.com. The toys are, you can get 20% off everything there, use our promo code tags. And I think that is it. All of the stuff that I talk about on the show, including from the music that I was playing at the very beginning from DJ Cunningham, to everything else I've been talking about. I will put all of those links. You can always go to our website, tagspodcast.com, and get show notes, so don't feel like you always have to kind of keep up with everything or re- feverishly run to look for a piece of paper. Go to tagspodcast.com, and all the links are there to everything that we've mentioned or been talking about, including things like The film I was talking about, Circus of Books, the documentary, I'll put a link on there. And so little tidbitty things. I try and re-listen to the show a little bit and then give you sort of a uh, template there that you can kind of link up to on that. And I think that is wrapping up for me. Well, as always, I want to thank you for joining me today on Sex with Stevie, my live podcast. I'm here every Thursday. On here, It's a lot of fun. This show gets wrapped up and goes into our podcast feed the next day. So if you miss it, you can listen to it the next day. You can also watch it on our YouTube channel. Um, a great way to watch it and catch up on all that. And I am back next week with my co-hosts, Jeremy Ross Lopez and Lincoln, for a brand new episode of Tags Podcast. And we want to hear from you. want There's things you want to ask us on that show personally, we'll try and get to all those. If you want to weigh in on some hot gay sex topics that you've heard us talk about, that you want to give your two cents, we'll talk about that. So you can just reach out to me, go to tagspodcast.com and send a note and we'll try and get to you. As always, be well, stay healthy, stay home, keep yourself active mentally, and um, I wish you well and I will see you soon. Thanks.